Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So we've got the March for Israel going on in D.C. today. Later, I am scheduled to speak with Senator Mike Braun, who was just at the border. Did we forget that the border is still an issue? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Always a pleasure. 317-239-9393. That is the number. 239-9393. You've got President Biden heading to San Francisco, where he will be meeting with President Xi Jinping of China at this conference. And you have uh, people like Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor, saying, I'm not going to comment on the fact that San Francisco all of a sudden is clean. Governor Gavin Newsom said of the cleanup this, I know folks are saying, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming to town. That's true. Does President Biden agree it's more important to impress the leader of China than the American people that live in San Francisco and pay taxes every day? First, I completely reject the premise of your question. But secondly, I don't know what the context of what Governor Newsom said, so I, I won't respond to it. Wait, 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 whoa. How does one reject the premise and then respond to it by saying I won't respond to it? Oh, do you reject the idea that um, it's more important to impress the leader of China than the American people that live in San Francisco and pay taxes every day? You're rejecting that premise. I don't think you get to do that, Jake. But so we're clear, we were told by the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, who I'm told uh, is running for president as a Democrat. We were told the only reason for the cleanup was this visit. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, That's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. You just said it's true. And the people of San Francisco have every right to be like, what in the world is wrong with you? We live in squalor. But when you want to do it, boom, you could do it. So this is all just what? It's all just pretend? It's all just make-believe? None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. And now that you know that it doesn't make sense, the question for the people of San Francisco is, what are you going to do differently? What will change? What will you do? 
Or are you going to tell me, well, we're going to keep voting for these Democrats because abortion, don't you know? I do look askew at the people who make abortion their top subject, especially in the suburbs. Women, you're 52. You're not having any abortions. How is this your top subject? I want an answer to the question. I want want to educate me, I believe as the expression goes. You have got a city like San Francisco in squalor. It is not safe to walk down the streets. It's not safe for your kids to walk down the streets. Your car gets broken into, your business gets stolen from, and you're going to keep voting for Democrats because abortion? How does that work? Well, Tony, what do you mean how it works? Look what they did in Indianapolis. Oh, touche, touche. Abortion. Should we we talk about the murders in Indianapolis? You still want to discuss empty storefronts? No, you're right. I don't get to talk about that. I'm sorry. My mistake. My mistake. Indianapolis made their decision. They went with Hogsett. They went with commies. that's, that's, That's that. It's all over. It's all done. Nothing else for me to say. Now it's only just to watch. Man, I really hope they get this under control. I really, really do. Be better for everybody if they did. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Editorial from the IBJ. Hogsett must be a stronger leader in the third term. Sure. Sure, because everything he's done to this point shows he's up to the challenge. But no, no, no. He won. Go get him, Indy. I'm Tony Katz. collide that's what they should title this clip of Greta Thunberg somehow thinking that she offers anything Uh, this is a bigoted commie child and that is said based on well the data Tony Katz 93 WIBC good morning you know Greta Thunberg as this child that adults abused and pushed around the world to scream about climate change and how dare you and you're a kid I'm not listening to you you're a child you're a silly silly child and I'm not paying attention I'm also not going to get angry at you I think it's abusive what your parents and others have done to you well now Greta Thunberg is an adult and responsible for her actions just like all these college students are responsible for their bigotry so she is at an event And she's got the microphone. It's supposed to be about climate, this, or whatever it is. And she's talking about Israel and Palestinians and and everything else. And so she's talking. And this grown man, remember, she's an adult. This grown man comes on stage, tries to take the microphone from her. It's like, I didn't come here for this. We have not been listening. The people in power have not been listening. I have come here for a climate demonstration, not a political view. I came here for a climate demonstration, not a political view. Now he's getting booed. And it's nothing but children all around. And some of these children literally grab the guy and are, and are, are, are trying to take him away from her. And she's like, calm down. Calm down. 
And you would think that's the end of it. But no, no, they get into one of the great, I'm sorry, what is this chance I have ever heard? Listen. No climate justice on occupied land. The phone number, 317-239-9393. I will give somebody, producer Jonathan's full salary, if they can explain to me what the hell that means. No climate justice on occupied land. Um... By the way, to give you Jonathan's full salary, I have to take it from him. He'll do the job for free. He's cool with that. And that's so much he loves you and the show. I I have no idea what it means. I have been through this since I saw it yesterday. I, I No climate justice on occupied lands. Sorry. They don't know what they're chanting. If you want to know how dumb these people are, this is how dumb they are. This is how ridiculously emotional they are. They cannot control themselves. They think anything they say is righteous. And the minute they start chanting it, everybody else is joining in and they've got the fists in the air. They don't even know what they're saying. They don't even care. No climate justice on occupied lands. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know what to do. And I'm trying to figure it out. I'm desperate. Somewhere this has to mean something. Somewhere it has to provide a value. Mm, Nope. I got nothing. I got nothing. Now, maybe uh, Isaac Herzog, who's the president of Israel, has it uh, understood. No, not what she said. Nobody can understand what she said. But the very idea of what's going on in in society and in Western civilization right now. There's a kind of this uh, school of thought in certain quarry, uh, quarters of the Western world that does not understand that this is a war on their life, on their ability to enjoy decent, liberal, modern, progressive, democratic life, or any other ability to live well, even if it's not a democratic country. Nonetheless, at the end, in the, most of the rank and file of the international leadership understands this, and they are taking a firm position supporting Israel. And I'm seeing expressions of support day in, day out by leaders, predominantly, of course, President Biden, Vice President Harris, the entire U.S. administration and both sides of the island Congress, but also indefinitely, as you know, United Kingdom, France, Germany, and many, many other important nations. So the world understands. 
ads. The world we live in with digital impacts of, you know, of brainwashing like TikTok and other things does not explain to the average person the complexity of this situation and the clear need for moral clarity. The world we live in with digital impacts of brainwashing like TikTok and other things does not explain to the average person the complexity of the situation and the clear need for moral clarity. I think most of us would agree that that is accurate. You don't understand that Greta Thunberg is actually engaged in a war against your existence? She isn't engaged in a better tomorrow. She's engaged in controlling your tomorrow. What she does not understand because she's been propped up is that she will be controlled as well. Do you think that the powers that be are going to give this child, even when she's 40, she's going to be a child. My God, look at Representative Ocasio-Cortez today. Look at, did you, did you see this from, from Cortez? I think I've got it. Um, th- this this child that she is. Let me see if I can find it. I think it was Chad Pergram who had it on his Twitter feed. Her her call for a ceasefire, Representative Acacia Cortez. And it was about I I don't know finding your chakras or something like that. Your spirituality. What are you talking about? It's it's not about spirituality. It is about whether or not a nation survives. That is it. That's the beginning and that's the end. There's really nothing else. But these people don't act like adults. They're silly little children. And as I've been saying about Ocasio-Cortez for years, her policies are childlike. And it can be clearly said that she also is a child. She is what she is. It's here. um, uh, Hold on. Let me see if I can uh, find it. Ceasefire means defend the innocent. Ceasefire means transcend cycles of violence. To me, in that sense, a ceasefire is not just real politic. It is spiritual. We are being called to be higher than our history. We are being called to transcend the tit for tat. That's intellectual prowess? Good Lord. Her and uh, Greta Thunberg could go on tour together. Ah, they already done Dumb and Dumber, so we're going to need another we're gonna need another name. Sorry. This ignorant and ignoranter? Ah, it could work. It could work. You know what? You know what? We'll workshop it. We'll come up with some ideas. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m., on WIBC, Dow futures are up 20. NASDAQ futures are up 43. And then there's this. Inflation flat from the prior month. CPI lower than expected. Consumer price index. 
Well, hmm. Wait a second. Inflation flat would be nice, although that's not down. Uh, the consumer price index was what? 0.2 and 0.4? 0.2 and 4% against the forecast of 0.3 and 4.1. And this has caused the Dow futures to go from some pretty serious negatives to being in the green. Huh. We are going to break this down for sure on Tony Katz today. UBS thinks there's going to be rate cuts next year because they see the possibility of recession. You've got the head of economics and strategy research telling CNBC that the starting conditions are much worse now than 12 months ago, particularly in the form of historically large amount of credit that is being withdrawn from the U.S. economy. Why in the world would you see a 3% cut in interest rates in 2024? I'm not sure why they come to this number, but I think right now everybody is in the, the guessing and speculation game. I want interest rates to go down. I want the inflation to go down. It's better for all of us. Inflation is a tax. I mean, that's a, a great way to, to, to think of it. Your dollar is, is, is worth less. It gets you less. That's, that's a tax. But I haven't seen anything that shows me that 2024 is going to somehow bring this. Honda has announced that um, some U.S. employees are going to get an 11% raise. This, of course, because of what happened with the UAW. Toyota did this. Now Honda's doing this. I think Subaru may have done it, and I missed it. Uh, I, th- I think Subaru did this. Um, not, not surprising. The statement uh, from Honda, Honda continue, continuously reviews our total rewards package to ensure we remain competitive within our industry. Effective Monday, January 8th, 2024, associates on pay progressions will receive base wage increases of 11%. And of course, um, we have uh, uh, places uh, here in in Indiana, and um, hopefully they will see some of that. I assume this also means that car prices are going to go up. As a matter of fact, I think I have uh, this story. That Stellantis, one of the big three, they make Jeeps, uh, they are now offering, as they have been, a buyout to salaried workers, the white collar. So they've, if you have five years of experience, they will offer you a buyout. What do they see as the issue? The future of the company and the cost they're going to have to deal with, specifically in the world of electric. I'm not against electric vehicles. I'm against the force of electric vehicles, number one. If a company wants to make them, a company can make them. If a company has to figure out the cost structure to them to make it affordable for the average American, yeah, well, what business doesn't? It is the force that I oppose. I don't oppose a company going down a road, although I think uh, the idea of taking a company and and saying the whole fleet is going to be electric is just 
A Volvo's doing this. This is this is a bad idea. It's a it's a super bad idea as I see it. And uh, there's still time to correct that. I just don't know if they will. I don't know how we don't see car prices going up over the next couple of years. It's what it, that's every indicator is there. And I'm now going to see somehow that UBS is going to call for for rates to go down and inflation to go down because of a recession or because well everything will be better. I don't I, I think that things will continue to be bad based on where the indicators are, based on the conversations we have, and I don't think we're looking at getting out of this until 2025. And if Biden wins, 2026. Then again, if Biden is the nominee. Oh, we'll discuss it all in Tony Katz today at noon. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. She's a good girl, loves her mom, loves Jesus. One of the reasons why there may not be as much of a focus on what we're talking about right now is because Joe Biden and his reports show it. Joe Biden is deeply involved in Israel and in the Middle East, and he's trying to stop that war from growing faster every day. So that's that's a full-time job. We learned last week how involved he is in making sure that Ukraine doesn't go sideways. He's completely occupied with that as well. He's also, of course, meeting with President Xi because he's kind of having to worry too much right now about the possibility of China listening, President Xi listening to people like Tommy Tuberville And President Xi listening to other Republicans and thinking that now is the time to go into Taiwan. And by the way, that's what Chairman McCall said. What Tommy Tuberville is doing and what Republicans are doing play right into President Xi's hand. Oh, Joe Scarborough, you are precious. This show used to mean something. This MSNBC show. But now we we wake up to... This conversation of how strong Joe Biden is. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. This is mythology. Listen. So Joe Biden is right now trying to stop three regional wars, Mm -hmm. which all can be connected from China to Russia to Iran to Hamas to Hezbollah. And suddenly we are in the middle of World War III. So right now... He may not be quite as focused about uh, the uh, the trans panic in the Republican Party. He may be more focused in trying to stop he was World War Three. Mike, what do you think? Well, I don't know what Mike thinks, but I'll tell you that if he was a stronger leader, maybe you wouldn't have had these situations. That's the argument that Joe Scarborough is making. And the idea that we're being too hard on Joe Biden and we have to let him do his job. He's been doing this job and not well. And don't get angry at us. Get angry at Politico. Where they discuss the fact that Biden uses fundraisers to deny his difficulties and make complaints about the the press talking about his age. 
as they write, it might be therapeutic, quote, but it doesn't make him any likelier to defeat Donald Trump once more. 2024 will be an extraordinary election, and it demands extraordinary measures. That's in part for reasons Biden refuses to accept, his capacity to do the job. He simply does not have the capacity to do it, and his staff doesn't trust him to even try. As they make clear by blocking him from the press, Biden's bid will give new meanings to a Rose Garden campaign, and it requires accommodation to that unavoidable fact of life. With the increasing likely possibility that this will be a multi-candidate election, you know, you figure Robert uh, Kennedy, maybe Joe Manchin, and Biden at risk of being denied the the nose-holding votes he needs from independents and pre-Trump Republicans, the president's margin for error is nil. If Biden thinks the country is on the line, he should act like it. That's Politico. I played for you, Joe Scarborough. I'm shared with you, Politico. Who's more honest about what's happening around us? Now, I want Biden to be the nominee because I want to win, and I don't want it to be tougher. Is the Democratic Party really prepared to say, all right, uh, Gavin Newsom, you're it? The party is prepared to throw Kamala Harris out? I I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that at all. But the party has shown no appetite for Kamala Harris. None. Well, that's because uh, Republicans are racist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said Democrats have shown no appetite for Kamala Harris. Uh, and, and as we know, uh, the, the, the Jew haters are in the building and they're Democrats. It's just, it's just the way it is. Can't, it's, it's not even deniable. So now you have a party that's going to say, wait a second, you're not going to go with the black woman? You're going to, well, wait, um... I think there's conversation about whether she's black or not. I'll go with person of color. You won't go with the woman woman of color. Wait, we, can we say she's a woman? Oh, gosh, it all gets so confusing. You won't go with Kamala Harris, but you'll go with the white guy, Gavin Newsom. You can still call white guys white guys. That's easy to figure out. Have we not asked ourselves whether or not we're going to have a schism in the Democratic Party over this? But when you read the pieces, like uh, like in Politico, when you, you hear David Axelrod, you realize that what Joe Scarborough is doing is just this, um, this, this nonsensical screed just to, uh, to keep, it, it seems to keep the gig. And that's a pretty rough thing to say. Uh, somebody had asked me what I thought about a uh, Todd Starnes commentary. Uh, Todd was with Fox and then he left Fox or he got fired. I don't, I, I honestly don't know which one it is. I'm not trying to be disparaging. And then he bought a radio station in Memphis and some, some other things. And he, he, he's on the air there. And, and I think he syndicated where he said the vast majority of conservative hosts are just doing it for the paycheck. They don't actually believe it. I never know if that stuff is true. I've been asked that question a million times. I don't know. I have no idea. None whatsoever. I can only tell you about me. I believe everything I say. I engage honestly and clearly, and people who don't believe it, I, I, I can't worry about it. They, I, I sleep fine. What am I going to do? You think I could convince everyone at all times? I cannot. I've got people on, on Twitter blaming me for being too much of a Trump supporter. So, you know, <laughs> I got my own things to worry about. 
But now Biden is the issue for the Democrats, and there's just not a good way out of this. Meanwhile, there'll be a March for Israel today in D.C. I cannot wait to hear all about it and hope it goes great. Matt Bear's out today. Dominic Fortini has traffic.